welcome to Chit Chat with Brand. My name is Brandy, and on this podcast, you'll find a bunch of random topics. But ultimately, what does it look like to live in today's age, loving Jesus and living a life on purpose with purpose? We'll talk about what does it practically look like to engage with what's going on in the world, and how to engage the broken, the hurting, the healed, the rich, the poor, the successful, and everything in between. So grab a cup of coffee, throw on the podcast in the car, and let's dive in. Hey yo, it's Brandy here, and welcome to Chit Chat with Brand. I um, have been gone for a minute, and you've probably noticed that if you happen to look at the date of this podcast and the last, or you are following and you not you have not received a notification of a new podcast. Well, it's because I haven't made one, and yeah, I'm back. Praise God. There's seasons of rest and seasons of laying things down and seasons of picking things back up. Um, and this is a season of picking back up the podcast, and welcome to the first episode back. So in today's episode, we're talking about intimidation, being intimidated, being the one who intimidates. Um, Overall, the spirit of intimidation and what does that mean? Is it good? Is it bad? Where does it come from? Kind of all that jazz. Um, The idea of this topic first began, um, I think, when I was driving. Sometime um, when the Lord was like, Brandy, you're walking in a spirit of intimidation, and that's not of me. And I was like, er, hold up. And I've never heard that phrase, spirit of intimidation. What is that? That doesn't sound good. I don't want to be in that. Lord, tell me more. <laughs> so that's kind of how it all started. And yeah, I just kind of want to talk about it because I didn't realize in, like that phrasing, spirit of intimidation. I never realized it was a thing and until I asked the Lord, you know, tell me more. I'm listening. And yeah, so I kind of want to just tell you the background of where this topic came from. So just like any speaker, um, any great professor, leader, speaker, I did get some definitions, in fact, so that way we're all on the same page on what I mean when I say intimidation, intimidating, and being intimidated. Okay, so I got all three of those. Intimidation, that is the action of intimidating someone or the state of being intimidated leads me to my next one intimidated is made to feel timid affected or held back by feelings of fear or timidity and lastly intimidating is having a frightening overawing or a threatening effect okay now that we have the definitions clear you may be wondering why is there a whole podcast about this brandy we've all been intimidated by someone or we've been told we've been we are intimidating to others or may come off that way and you know as i was looking into these definitions and hearing the lord say it in that tone i was like something's not right about this this is not obviously not a fruit of the spirit uh what is intimidation and why is it something i should be made aware of um, well, words in these definitions um, that I just read to you, um, words and phrases like made to feel timid, uh, feelings of fear, or timidity, having a frightening or threatening effect. Um, yeah, those words didn't sit quite right with me. So I started to sit on that word, though, are these words and think about 
where they may come from. And the fact that it said fear of timidity, well, that made me instantly think of the spirit of fear and knowing that walking in the spirit of fear is not what was not quality of life. It's not what we're called to. Um, and realizing, oh, the spirit of intimidation is rooted in the spirit of fear and that's where it comes from. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about two parts of this. Um, being a person who intimidates and being a person who is intimidated. They are different, obviously, um, in the phrasing, but in the position that that person is walking in. And I know we've all been in situations where we've been around a person or a situation that is intimidating and we've all probably been told one time or another um hey you came off a little bit intimidating or i'm intimidated by you uh, which looking at that or hearing that the first time you may be like oh that's a compliment that means i'm seen as powerful or beautiful or whatever but really the root of that not so complimenting and Uh, I'm going to talk about why. So when talking about the two stances, I'm going to refer to them as person A and person B. So first, the intimidator. (laughs) And that's what I called this person. It sounds like a superhero or something. The intimidator. That is a person who is seeking to intimidate by trying to showcase what makes them worthy of respect or better than another. Um, And ultimately, what it is is walking in a spirit of manipulation, fear, insecurity, pride, and ultimately in the opposite sphere of Christ. Um, And it's prideful. It's not like Christ because he was one who walked in humility and honestly was the most approachable guy. Like when I think of Jesus, I don't think of people running from him Um, because in scripture, it doesn't say people ran from him. People were drawn to Jesus. They approached him one by one and in crowds, they just could not get enough of Jesus. So thinking of Jesus as this approachable man, um, doesn't make me think that he was intimidating when he was the king of all kings he literally could have been intimidating to approach but yet he wasn't so that's why i said ultimately the opposite spirit of christ so opposite characteristics of the ones i just named um are humility pure loving um peaceful and inviting and i did you know your girl had to look up some scriptures on these words to like show and catch the revelation of what these words meant really um and so i did just take down a few scripture on purity and humility and um also inviting so i'm just gonna read these scriptures out write them down if you like to go back and look at them or highlight them in your bible app uh first one is in first timothy 1 5 now the purpose of the commandment is love from a pure heart from a good conscious conscience <laughs> and from sincere faith matthew 5 8 blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see god and psalms 24 3 through 4 who may ascend into the hill of the lord or who may stand in his holy place who has clean hands and a pure heart who has not lifted up his soul to an idol nor sworn deceitfully 
I think walking in purity when i say that that word has obviously multiple meanings when i say the word purity in this context what i mean is like your intentions on meeting people getting to know someone being intentional in friendship and different relationships it's not from a place of manipulation of like i want them to see that i'm better than them i want them to think highly of me or i want them secretly which is (laughs) dangerous but secretly like i want them to kind of put me on a pedestal and see me through this way that's manipulation and that's not from a place of purity so that's what i mean when um i refer to purity in this context um another word that is the opposite characteristic of the intimidator is humility guys ephesians 2 8 says for grace you have been saved through faith and this is not your own doing it is the gift of god so boom we didn't do anything to deserve all the glory all the praise all this attention it is by the grace of god okay galatians 5 13 through 15 it is absolutely clear that god has called you to a free life just make sure that you don't use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want to do and destroy your freedom rather Use your freedom to serve one another in love. That's how freedom grows. For everything we know about God's word is summed up in a single sentence. Love others as you love yourself. That's an act of true freedom. If you bite and ravage each other, watch out. In no time at all, you will be annihilating each other. And where will your precious freedom be then? Woo! That was from the message version, if you're wondering. Um, Yeah, they keep it real in that version. But yeah, we have been called to a life of freedom. And I just feel like walking in manipulation is not walking a a free life. It's not living how we're called to live in freedom and loving one another. And the last characteristic that I got some scriptures on um is inviting like i mentioned a few minutes ago jesus i think was the most approachable guy there was and being approachable he was so inviting like i think he just walked around with this inviting um presence that said hey you want to walk with me walk with me hey you need healing come to me and there's actually scripture on that and so matthew 11 28 through 30 says come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light and revelation 22 17 the spirit and the bride say come and let all who hears say come and let the one who is thirsty come let the one who desires take the water of life without price so we see in these scriptures too that jesus walked in this inviting with an inviting personality and if we are wanting to be people who represent christ who walk like christ then walking in a spirit of intimidation is not it guys like how are we to love effectively and genuinely authentically if we are subconsciously like yeah i kind of want them to recognize who i am what i've accomplished like 
No, 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 that is not a spirit of humility. That's not walking in, with pure intentions. And that is not walking in an abiding spirit. So, yeah. Oh, and one more thing I wanted to say is, um, you know, the intimidator. They may use their accomplishments. And and honestly, y'all, I've been guilty of this. Um, but the intimidator may use their accomplishments um, or whatever they think makes them look better um, to come off as intimidating. And what I wanted to say is that, um, if you find yourself in that position, you know, then it makes me question. And I want you to ponder on this question too. Um, because this one is, this is a real one for me, but we may have found some source of identity in that accomplishment or in that thing. And, you know, going back to, the basics like we are meant to find our identity in Christ and not in what we do or what we've accomplished so that put a check in my spirit I hope it you know maybe it did the same for you but yeah that's person a let's give them a break we're gonna talk about person b the person who is intimidated okay um this is a person who lacks who may lack confidence because of they're looking to themselves to find security and find what they think makes them worthy in themselves aka they're trying to be self-sufficient and it's not adding up so i also want to say about this person person b the one who is intimidated there is a difference between being nervous about a situation um or nervous to confront a person and being intimidated so nervousness is a complete total normal human emotion um however intimidation um being intimidated starts to speak into the identity of how you see yourself and your self-worth um, in comparison to the situation and the people around you. So nervousness, normal human emotion, intimidated starts to speak to identity. And so that's a huge distinction, I think. Um, it's totally normal to be nervous. So opposite characteristics of person B, the one who is intimidated. Um, a few that I wrote down are that came to mind uh, is victorious confident and dependent on christ come on i'm gonna say this again because yes victorious confident and independent on christ so let's dive into victorious some verses i got on that wow are they all in first john mm-hmm. so first john 5 4 for whatever is born of god overcomes the world and this is a victory that has overcome the world our faith who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus is the son of God? Okay, did you catch that? Because to be victorious is to believe in Jesus Christ. You are victorious. You believe in Jesus, you're victorious. Okay, First John 4, 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he, is, he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Oh, that verse is so good. I I get flashbacks of hearing that as a child in children's church, not going to lie. But that verse never gets old. He who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And, and like, really listen to that. It's not you who's greater than he who's in the world. It's he who is in you. Referring to Jesus. Jesus in you is greater than he who is in the world. So you have the victor living inside of you. And... 
I mean, that should just bring confidence to your flesh and to your soul of like, Almighty God is living in me and he has already overcome the world. Yep, yep, yep. I love that. First John 4, 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. This one, y'all, is honestly one of my favorite verses of all time. Um, Again, going back to what I said at the beginning, the spirit of intimidation is rooted in the spirit of fear. And 1 John 4 verse 18 tells us there is no fear in love. And if you didn't know, God is love. That's one of his names. And where God resides, perfect love, him. It casts out fear. So fear can leave. That reminds me of, quick side note, that reminds me of this song by Melissa and David Helser, where she sings, bye bye fear, bye 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 bye, such a good song, Um, highly recommend, go listen to their whole new album, but yeah, Um, yeah, perfect love cast out all fear, bye fear, perfect love is here. So the fear of being in different places and spaces um, around certain people can leave because the perfect love of God, who he is, dwells in us. Um, Yeah, and on to my next one, confident. Honestly, I felt like these verses for victorious and these verses for confident kind of overlap because, yeah. I don't know. I just felt like they did. But I did get a couple verses for confident. Um, Psalms 139 verse 14. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. That's a famous one. But guys, it never gets old as well. Like to know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And like to know that in the depths of your heart. Not just know it head knowledge, but like know hey. God made me wonderful. God made me fearfully. He made me beautifully. So I can confidently walk into this situation knowing that there's no flaw in who God made me to be. Um, and also Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20. It says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Ooh, this last line, y'all. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So, wow. Jesus, the one who has all authority, is with us as we go and do what he's called us to do. Um like in this scripture, talking about going and making disciples of all nations. He is with us. I mean, the creator of heaven and earth, who has all authority, is with us as we go about our day, as we go into the world, to our job, to meetings, to new settings. Like, he's with us everywhere we go, guys. And that's pretty powerful. When I think about that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got Jesus in this car with me driving in Houston traffic, for example, I'm good. You know, it kind of re- refocuses me back to thinking of something a lot better than the present situation that I may be looking at. But yeah, um, those are some of the verses that I wanted to just highlight and to talk about what characteristics we should be 
focusing on in the opposite sphere of person A, the intimidator, and person B, the one who is intimidated. I hope that brought some clarity to some things. Like I said, nervousness, normal human emotion, but being a person who is constantly intimidated is not how we're called to live. And this is a revelation, guys, that I'm learning to unlearn, uh, and that's okay. And I think now having the understanding of what, where the word intimidation, where it's rooted in, really helps me to understand, okay, my identity does not come from how confident I feel in of myself. Um, because again, that is going back to being self-sufficient. I mean, if I'm looking to myself to determine my worth, I am going to fall either in category, the first category, person A, the intimidator, trying to always claim my dominance, um, why I'm worthy, why I should be seen and chosen, or I'm going to fall to person B, the intimidator. Oh, nope, not that's not person B. I'm sorry, y'all. The one who is intimidated, and that's not living out of my identity either. That's living less than who God has called me to be. And so I hope this made sense. I want you to chew on this a little bit. If you want to share your thoughts with me and you follow me on social media at Curly Lee with two Y's in the middle, L-E-I-G-H at the end, <laughs> reach out to me. Tell me what you think. Are you pers- or Do you have the tendency to follow person A or person B? Um, and if you got anything out of this at all, I would love to hear and know. So yeah, happy uh, podcasting season again, guys. I'm glad to be back.